1: guys. Hi, we're back. Did you miss us?
0: Yet another week of hiatus. Uh-oh. But wah, I'm okay wah. with it. I like didn't even remember. I was like, so oh, I was a little like, like
1: oh, cuz you know how long I take <laughs> to write my reviews. Yeah. They take an extraordinary long time. So yeah. when we do get hiatuses, I'm like, You're like ah, this is nice. <sighs> <laughs> Just
0: kind of when I was doing reviews, I felt the same way. I'm like, oh, thank God.
1: No like when you don't, that means I don't have to write but anything. It's like this weird, like, <laughs> process of, I, yeah. I feel like maybe two weeks is my max, because then I start missing the show. Yeah. So, like, summer hiatus gets long.
0: Like, I've seen people, and rightly so, say, oh, I can't wait for the show to be back, because I want to see Oliver find out, blah, blah, blah. Right. There's some and good I'm like, stuff. yeah, okay, that's true, but also, do I think the show is going to make all of her learning about this like is it going to be the level of which I would like it to be no no I don't never so therefore I'm just like oh I don't know I like my little mind palace where that's concerned better than whatever the show is gonna do so I don't need the show in fact the show might
1: burst any bubble I might have well I think there's a general concern because there is a time jump but maybe there's not it's no, go... there's a time jump. Okay, so I, I swear to God what I am thinking <laughs> is going to happen time. is Felicity. We'll come back two weeks later and Felicity hasn't told Oliver yet. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. And she's talking to Black Siren about it mm. first, maybe. Mm. We'll see. Yep. Not that that, whatever, because she's yeah. the only female friend Felicity's allowed to have. I can't wait. It's
0: going to be so fun.
1: But she's going to, they're going to, I feel fairly strongly if she hasn't told him yet that, he, she's telling him next episode. I feel you like know. That's I hope
0: she tells him the next I don't episode. Want it I to hope be it's this not something huge, that they like, drag it out. Yeah,
1: yeah. It just sounds it out. Like this is. Eh. It's first of all, it's weird. It's weird. I'm sorry, that's weird. <laughs> if you don't tell your husband first, I think that's a little strange. But whatever, that's just me. I mean, unless there's extenuating circumstances, like for example. I knew first that my best friend was pregnant because she came to visit me. And she said, I might be pregnant. I said, let's do a pregnancy test. She's like, okay. And we did one. And she lit that sucker up. So I knew first that she was pregnant, which was really fun. But, like, keeping it a secret? No. She called her husband and told him. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, what are we talking about today, Cal?
0: We are talking about shippers gonna ship and the importance of letting other people ship what they want to ship and also not being a hypocrite about being like you can't ship this thing but then going ahead and doing it even though you've said rather publicly before people should not do that thing turning around then and doing that thing
1: that you're That's telling not people good. not to do but then yeah, covering okay. it up and saying haha joke and then having hyper specific circumstances in which doing the thing is okay if you're wondering what we're referencing
0: <laughs> and, and, and it's honestly this is something i've thought about before but right this, it's not a- this specific thing just kind of reminded me that this is an issue that annoys me so we decided to talk about it
1: yeah, so Karina Adley, I feel like I might be saying that wrong. Karina Adley. Oh, so you're
0: going for that full
1: name. Well, yeah. <laughs> Listen, yes. Mackenzie, <laughs> Cal's all stressed about this I'm name not thing. Stressed. What's your deal I'm with it? Like, we call Mark out, Beth out, Steve like, and why Emily. Because they want to know what the tweets are. No, you guys but can like, go
0: look. But also, like, you gotta go for the middle name. That's on she
1: has it on her Twitter.
0: Stephen Adam Amell. Listen, you know? she has it on her Twitter. If
1: Stephen was Stephen Adam Amell, and I was reading his Twitter, I would pronounce <laughs> his middle name too. Just being accurate. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, she signs everything that. That's how it's her that's stage weird. name. All Anyways, weird. there was some tweeting. I don't know if you guys got to watch the Oscars last night, but. <laughs> I think Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, like, just knocked my socks off. They were amazing. Well, here's the thing. Oh, God. So, yeah. So, anyway. They, they
0: definitely looked cozy, but that's their job? Well, Their yeah. job was to look cozy on stage?
1: Well, and I think genuinely this is, like, uh, this is a thing that actors do, Um whether it's television, movies, book, whatever, Um, maybe not book, but uh, television movies, I think if they're two co-stars, they play up the affection, particularly if they're in a romantic like setting or like story, they play up the affection between them a lot because that gets buzz going. Oh, are they dating? Are they dating? What's going on? You know, and that just, you know, all buzz is good buzz essentially. So I think there's a certain amount of that that goes on, um, for whatever reason, fans enjoy the idea of their the fictional characters um, and the real life actors being together. Well, yeah, and, and
0: and and with them singing that song and the characters that they right. played in the movie, it made very much sense to be very cozy on stage. No, right, I think it's, that means it's a that very cozy a- song. Does that mean I think there's a relationship there? No. No, was it doesn't I, really.
1: That's not really our point, though. No, like, no, we don't, whatever. Rather no. than are I don't really. It don't doesn't really, even matter. I don't know. Bradley. I know Lady Gaga isn't married. Yeah. Is Bradley Cooper married? Probably not. I whatever. It doesn't matter. matter. Anyways. It doesn't and, matter. Yeah. Anyways. It doesn't matter. It doesn't what matter. What prompted this was <laughs> Karina had tweeted out, um, basically, I'm going to. Well, what did she tweet out? she told them just be in love in real life you jerks and the reason why some people jumped all over her on it is she's been um, so if you don't know Karina McKenzie is a showrunner of uh, Roswell New Mexico the reboot or whatever um, she actually started out I would say as a reviewer I can't remember which publication
0: I think she was with BuzzFeed.
1: Was it BuzzFeed? Okay. So she used to write Vampire Diaries reviews and she would do interviews with the cast and she got to be very close with the cast, particularly Julie Plec. So Julie Plec um, gave her sh- her shot and um, hired her as a writer on the originals. And then she was on the originals I think for like the last two, three years of the show. Um, wrote a few episodes and then she signed a deal. I think she signed an overall deal with I want to say the CW. I'm not sure. Well, that would make sense because that's where <laughs> her show is. And then she, the Roswell, New Mexico is her new show. So that's kind of the little history. On but
0: Karina. the most apt thing is that she's best friends with Stephen and Emily.
1: Right. So she lived That's how old she's she, attached to she, our family. Yeah. She lived with Emily, I think, <laughs> she does. for they years. Sh- Do they still they live share, in they, L.A.? They, yeah. Their okay.
0: house in L.A., Like when Emily is in LA, that's where
1: she stays. Okay, got it. So they still have a spot together. They're still roommates, yeah. Right. Very. So these are best friends, and Karina gets very angry at fans when they ship Stephen and Emily together in real life. Because she just loves Stephen's wife. Right. Disrespectful (sighs) of Stephen's wife, and so she's come down hard on fans shipping real life people because of fictional characters they've played. Okay. So it was just a little, hmm, when she tweeted out about Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, because I think Bradley Cooper is in a relationship with someone.
0: It sounds like he is.
1: He's got a girl. I mean, if you look like Bradley Cooper, would you have a girl? I would assume. Or a man, whatever. Do you, buddy. Um,
0: And she just broke up with her fiance, Gaga did.
1: Yeah, she was engaged. I heard that. Yes. So... There were some (laughs) people on the Twitters just kind of calling out Karina. They were
0: like, hey, remember when you said. Right. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Remember you said you told us not to ship uh, actors who are obviously in in other relationships? (laughs) So the process of watching her dance around this is um, kind of fun. It was fun because she thinks. Well, and it's
0: unfortunate for her because it really exposes some deep hypocrisy, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, because yeah,
0: if she had never said anything about the Stephen and Emily thing, Mm -hmm. and said what she had last night, no problem. Or if she had said the things she said about Stephen and Emily, and then never made any reference to bradley cooper and lady gaga or any other real life couple then that's fine but it's she can't pick a lane here
1: no she's really adjusting it to suit herself i never (laughs) uh, i never think it's a great idea typically when um public figures expand on bad tweets like yeah. It isn't when it's not Unless to you're down. issuing uh, an apology, which they rarely do. What they typically you know. do is they double down on it. They're like, no, 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 no. I'm going to explain to you how this tweet was completely okay.
0: I'm going to explain to you why I'm right and you're wrong. And why wrong. you're right. And
1: inevitably... <laughs> And they always manage like, to no, no, pick no, the tweets that. they should not be defending the, as the that ones they That was not defend. your hill. So you're do like, yeah, this is a the hill, hill to die on. Karina went up the hill. This was her hill. It's a bad hill. So essentially, what she said <laughs> was, um, "Inherent in my tweet is the clear acceptance that they're not, in fact, in love. Thus, I am oh. not projecting." Right. Oh. I'm not projecting. I know. She's using a lot. It Got to hang in here because the mental gymnastics are something. Thus, I am Good. not projecting a fantasy onto strangers or reducing yeah, yeah. their relationships to props. Yeah, yeah. Hopes. I like this. Hope this help this helps you with future human contact. But then she keeps going. Yeah. And she's like, were I to have tweeted an elaborate conspiracy theory that reduced all their loved ones to pawns in some ridiculous cover up and then spent years harassing those loved ones on their personal accounts, then you'd have a leg to stand on. Alas, I just made a joke. Here's my thing. (laughs) Wow.
0: Okay, I need I need I need to say a thing. I need to say a thing. Have at it. Have at it. Because here's my problem with this. She and this is what kind of. Birthed my idea for this podcast episode, was that she's making a very vast assumption encompassing all shippers,
1: okay. which is a habitual thing people do when they talk about and it's, shippers.
0: And it's 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 not just Karina that does this. No, everybody I'm, does.
1: Tons this. of people do this. Right. Mark
0: Guggenheim has done this. Mm-hmm. You know, the media does this all the time. Shippers have this really bad name. Okay, because they're all, all of a sudden, everybody sees them as obsessed, crazy, standing fangirls. And yeah, every shipper group is going to have those people. You know, Karina says, oh, you know, I just said, just be in love, you jerks. But I was just joking. I wasn't being serious. I'm not doing this. So it's okay for me to say this. But at the same time, Karina and Mackenzie is not acknowledging that there are people who ship Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga like that. Of course there are. I don't even have to look to know that there are. Because there always is. That's just the nature of the game. But it's not the majority of the shippers. Most people who looked at Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga last night were like, oh, how cute. I wish they were a couple. That is how... At least from where I've sat, most Stemily, Stephen and Emily fans, have approached it. Oh, they're cute. I wish they were together. Well, let's just
1: put it in Karina's terms. Yeah. If someone tweeted, just be together, you jerks, about Stephen and Emily.
0: She would have gone off on them
1: Right. That's my problem. It's exactly. like if somebody it's, said, it's yeah. A huge A level of hypocrisy. Because because apparently that is an elaborate elaborate conspiracy theory that reduced their loved ones to
0: (laughs) pawns. This is is what makes her tweet so problematic. Right. Is because she's not acknowledging that she's not in that fringe crazy stan group which takes you know she's she's she knows she's not because she knows herself this is herself tweeting and so she knows that she wasn't one of those crazy people of course not listen and listen. but when other fans say listen we're just doing our thing and you're butting your little big whatever in there to 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 be an asshole about this and she's like yes but you're doing this it's like she's telling them what they are but nobody can do the same to her Nobody can Listen, draw the same person. This whole Karina to her.
1: thing about it's the really the anti-shipping people mm-hmm. in real life is so much that's so stupid. A pile of bullshit because of I was bullshit. in the Vampire Diaries fandom. <laughs> I Remember. saw her in action when she was just a fan and she was all over, you know, Ian and Nina and all of that stuff and Paul and Nina and all of that and there were plenty of, you know, real life shipping comments coming from Karina in relationship to the show. Then she gets to be buddies with them and now she decides she gets to police behavior because she knows people. So Mm -hmm. this is different. It's, It's fine for Karina to say all the same stuff that shippers say. Um, but you can't say those things about people she knows. And she's the only it. one who gets to say them. Well, yeah, oh, that. Oh, and obviously she's because... always joking when oh, she yeah. says it. No, no. Because... If, I, if she gets
0: called out on it, then she's joking. Right. Clearly. Because of course, <laughs> when anyone
1: else says any of these kinds of things, they're clearly not joking. They're and the they ones... are launching an elaborate conspiracy theory yeah. against her friends.
0: Because clearly all Stephen and Emily Shippers are they they hound Steven's wife, and they stalk Steven and Emily, and they tag them in tweets, and post elaborate conspiracy theories online. Sure. All of them do that, right? Sure.
1: Right. Okay. Every single one.
0: No. No. Absolutely not. Of course there's a few that do. Of well, course Well, but that's there
1: like saying... I just feel like like that's like saying... Why are we
0: lumping them all together? Right. It's
1: the (laughs) internet. It's the internet. Like where fandom lives is the internet. Okay. So the internet, I've always categorized it as like the wild, wild west. You are going to get a wide range of personalities and there's going to be some people who are are a little off balance and maybe, you know... It attracts right. It extracts, interesting people. Right. But that's just the nature of the internet. You're going to have yeah. very, very regular folk. And you're going to have some people who do things a little off kilter. And that's just the nature of you can apply that standard of measurement to literally every group that exists on the internet, yep. shippers or not. Yep. yep. So this I concept agree. that, oh, shippers are always crazy.
0: But shippers get the bad name because let's right. say it together. They're women. By and yeah, there's, there's some of that there. for sure. But I think it's, it's the same reason that romance writers and readers aren't taken seriously. It's the same reason soap operas aren't taken seriously. Shipping isn't taken seriously. It's because it's a female pursuit and all female pursuits are less worthy. No a offense guy to the dudes who are shippers, minds.
1: you're more than welcome.
0: Yeah, but, but a guy a guy losing their mind or women losing their minds over sports that's completely different. Right, you know, has shares nothing in common. Totally with the, yep. the the being excited over a couple. Sure, okay, right. Hypocrisy times a thousand.
1: Well, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I just don't like it when people are, I don't know, like. I just the hypocrisy with this whole just train of thought is really kind of it doesn't surprise me because listen, I don't think Steven needs anyone out there being a defender of his marriage. Like <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Like it, it really shouldn't is... matter that much no, what complete strangers are saying. Why would why would they care? Yeah. Why would that why should like, they care? Whatever. And listen, <laughs> From my standpoint, you know, we're not saying this because we're Stephen Emily shippers, and me, me and Cal are not. Like, we don't care what you do; do your thing. But typically, I am not a fan of actors getting together. Well, because it while the your, show is on show. air. Yeah, no. like I don't care what happens once Arrow goes off air. I mean, whatever they can do. Whatever they want, when whatever they're you want to guys. with whoever they want to. but don't while they're filming, right. While you're filming <laughs> the show, keep it in your pants and don't fuck up my couple. That's yeah the answer Here's, my, a, here's, my, here's my
0: thought. Yeah, sure. The idea of Stephen and Emily is awfully cute, but he is married and has a kid. And also, do I value that more than I value illicity? Not no. even close.
1: Not even close. I mean, my experience not just even comes from. Close. I've been a part of shows where the actors no. get together, and I have yet to find a it's, pair it's, of actors who can hook up on the show while the show is on, on air yeah. and manage to not implode it. Yeah. So, and they never say, oh, you know, they're leaving the show. They never say, oh, it's because of, they're not going to, you know, of the relationship. They're never going to say that. It's always no. some trumped up. Bullshit. Well, so they
0: just wanna. They have other projects. They have with, other yeah, okay. pursuits. Blah, blah, they blah, broke blah, blah. up.
1: Right, and right. it's
0: awkward. I mean, and... I mean, I'm sure there are couples <laughs> out there that exist like
1: Ginny, uh, Jennifer Goodwin, and oh, oh yeah, Prince Charming. Dude, I mean, they got married, had babies. But also, and... they weren't the central couple. Right, they weren't the big, huge fan favorite. And I've just, I've just seen. They were just cute. A few, more, <laughs> too many times were that big fan favorite couple. I mean, the reason why the chemistry exists is because there's chemistry between the actors. So it's not exactly a far leap to be no. like, oh, that they would get together because of, there's obviously chemistry. Not that this is like an automatic, like they're animals and they have no self-control. I would hope that they have some self-control. That's but um, but yeah, I just, my personal preference is keep it in your pants. Until after the show. Because, yeah, I don't want the writers sorry. having to have to contend with interpersonal issues yeah. more than what they oh, already no, have they can't to. Do oh, they don't want to kiss because, anymore. Yeah. Because, we're, I mean, like, y'all, have Please you ever heard about stop. the hot mess that was Castle? Holy oh. shit. That's a whole if podcast. That's a coinsel, cautionary tale. That is a cautionary tale right there. <laughs> oh. Look to Castle if you want to see how bad things can get. Yeah, it was bad. 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 So
0: We don't want to do that.
1: <laughs> <Mm-mm>. um, <laughs> here's, here's my
0: thing. Here's my thing. I do not judge anybody who ships real people. Be it Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga or Stephen and Emily or... People on some other show, any new show that comes up invariably, as soon as I find out about the ship on that show, I start seeing the people thinking the actors are cute together every single time. Right. It's without fail. It's just like Canadian figure skaters. Right. They're (laughs) shipping them together. (laughs) Everybody gets shipped together. This is just what shipping is. Here's my thing. I think it's fine. I think it's great. Here's the only time it's not fine and not great is if somebody's using it to be a jerk. But that goes for so many different things beyond shipping. Right. I feel like it almost doesn't need to be said, but apparently I think it maybe does need to be said, that just like don't tag the actors. Don't be assholes to their loved ones in in, in their personal lives. Don't stalk them like some weirdo creeper. You know, don't invade their privacy. Don't Don't admire it. But just don't make them uncomfortable but as long as you're not doing that and most people I'm pretty sure aren't doing that then you know ship ship what you well, want well I think ship inherent uh,
1: since we're talking what's inherent in Karina's tweets um my, i know <laughs> listen Ooh. she's smarter than all of us we're oh, not yes, going to be able right. to keep up with these mental gymnastics it's just too much The brain is too much for simpletons <laughs> to follow um i think she would agree with that just in the statement that we're saying don't be jerks and that is essentially what her very long two tweet uh response encompassed. just don't be jerks but she's also come down on people who have been joking who have been?
0: She has. Yeah. Which so, is where the hypocrisy so lives and breathes, my friend Basically, <laughs> it's not
1: okay to ship people that Karina knows. Yes. But if Karina doesn't know them, it's then fine you with can, her. You that, can, you can and ship, she's going to do it, it too. Joke, and then it's completely, uh, ac- yeah. completely acceptable. I mean, that is, to me, the basis of measurement of what and we're going off of. It's an
0: ugly double standard. It's
1: a very double standard. So she needs to stop either... Stop tweeting about any kind of shipping of anything and just what? keep it to your fictional television show. And here, I'll take it even further. Don't tell people or stop policing. what to ship. Right. Yeah. Don't, stop pe- don't policing. tell people what to ship. It's one of the two options, girlfriend. You pick one. Stop you know? you know, Stop policing um or and learn to ignore the people who are assholes because yeah i'm sorry there's always gonna be assholes this concept that (laughs) i have a real hard time with this concept that i feel like a lot of actors and actresses and writers and producers and all that kind of stuff they think they can control the internet can't do it that if they they get to just put out whatever the heck they want
0: be great if we could
1: but when (laughs) it comes back at them there's like this astonishment of what like that we're just like there are people who are just not willfully just accepting everything that you toss out there I would say Stephen Amell has a real big problem with this like he can't just let <laughs> sleeping dogs lie just don't poke the bear Stephen and things will be fine nope he's got poke it if someone's oh if someone's responded back up. to him in a negative way I'm sure there's thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of comments that he ignores but to me my personal thing is if you're ignoring the thousands and thousands of other comments just ignore all those comments you know what i mean just don't engage with these people because it goes nowhere so but the reason why karina's doubling down and the reason why she was arguing my personal perception is is she realized she got called out accurately yeah and rather than just say oh yeah you know and back off of it, either not respond or back off. She doubled down and she set she up this elaborate parameter him. in which <laughs> it's okay it's to okay. ship real life people, which is insane. Like, it's oh, literally hi. insane what she was writing. I'm like, yeah. no, cutie, I'm sorry. That has not been the parameters of which we you've applied. Do that, well, that she's even applied <laughs> to her own life and her own standards with, you know, other television shows I've witnessed her being participating in. So. I just think it's you run you run a, a real
0: strong risk when you tell people what is okay and isn't okay to ship. Now, if you're a showrunner and you're trying to police shippers, that ain't great. Yeah. Well, here's because the other that thing: stuff gets around fandoms, and they will avoid your show like it's got the well, plague. can we
1: just talk about shipping? It's not like it happens everywhere. This no. this birth of massive quantities of human beings who all (laughs) unite in the common thought that these two people, these two fictional characters are meant to be together. That doesn't happen to a lot of shows, okay? And when you end up with a shipping community that is big and loud, that is actually an extreme positive for the show because they generate a lot of free buzz. It's just free buzz. Here's another. I'll take it a step further. Just a minute. So what I'm saying is that – this concept that this constant negativity towards shippers oh you're just this kind of derogatory way of looking at them I showrunners would kill to have shippers a lot of times on shows that don't have a lot of interest or there isn't a built-in fan base that's really promoting it so there's a huge upside to having a, a large shipping community supporting the show and I think that sometimes it gets um, that upside is not appreciated enough um, by showrunners and creators and that kind of stuff and they kind of it's a little bit a little bit bite the hand that feeds you you know what I mean it, that part of it I feel like the negativity about shippers does not we don't hear enough about the positivity about shippers either you know we hear plenty of negatives but not a lot of positives which is irritating Yeah, I agree. You know, just be nice. What were you going to say? No, you you got it. I covered it? Oh, sometimes we Sometimes we mind meld and it just happens naturally. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that's kind of – is that all we were going to say about this? Or did we have more?
0: I had more, but it's – You're in charge, yeah. not me. No, Callie's in charge fine. today. <laughs> no, you, you – I think you – you got it. Well,
1: what's your more? I I that was all I had to say. That was pretty much it. What's your more? That was
0: I don't want to repeat. Oh. It's it's yeah.
1: Well, no, you had lo- she was saying lots of good things about just like behavioral in general, but I just I don't think that there's it's weird because there's no standard set of okay, this is okay and this is not okay. You know what I mean? It's kind of like I'm losing my train of thought a little bit, but what I was trying to think of. It's gone now. Nope, it's gone. It's completely gone. (laughs) Just don't tell people what to ship. Yeah, I just just don't – you know, I think there's some – you know, I think – I think, like, I was just remembering, like, I remember when I heard Brad and, and Jennifer Aniston were breaking up. I remember being crushed. My mom actually called me. I was over at a friend's house. And she's like, oh, Brad and Jennifer are breaking up. I'm like, what? And I don't know Brad Pitt. I don't know Jennifer Aniston. I have no idea what their marriage was like, but it, I just, it, they were cute. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I think that there's a certain amount of um, I think when people are saying that, hey, you're shipping real-life couples, it's automatically this, um, I don't know, like it's like this this kind of nasty connotation to it. You know what I and mean? It's,
0: and it doesn't need to be that way.
1: Yeah, I guess to me the difference between is Bradley Cooper having a girlfriend, um, is that any less – and wishing them together, is, and is that any – less disrespectful than wishing Steve and Emily together if that's if that's the the standard of measurement you know what I mean
0: couples is it okay to ship together and which ones isn't it
1: right like when is that appropriate so I guess they both have to be single so then on top of like oh hey they're cute together like I last night um when Regina is it King right it's Regina King the Best Supporting Actress? I can't remember yes. her name. Yes. Said, okay. Yeah. She won Best Supporting Actress, and she was getting up on stage, and Chris, Chris Evans helped her up on stage. And it was really sweet. It was very gentlemanly, which is completely Chris Evans. I told Cal that he apparently was not satisfied with our <laughs> number two spot. <laughs> he was, the, And our favorite Chris's was coming to get uh, to – capture the number one spot but I also said that I wanted him and Regina King to get married like it was just one of those moments where I was like okay you guys should get married I have no idea if Regina King is married I I don't think Chris Evans has a girlfriend I know he's not married you know what I mean but me putting that out there into the universe is not some incendiary nasty direct attack against if they do happen to have loved ones that they are betrothed or what have you engaged in a long-term committed relationship i don't know i just thought they look cute go make babies that's the parameter but i feel like when it comes to karina there's a like you said cal there's just like this blanket all shippers
0: yeah it's generalizing it's not just karina that does it
1: no there's been a lot of generalizing of shippers i mean from almost every fandom it's like this weird it's like there's like this weird phase it's a little bit like the phase of shipping remember when you posted that graph <laughs> it was so accurate and we were talking about how did we get to zen there seems to be mm-hmm. like this all lovey dovey phase between shippers and the creators or actors or whatever and then somehow it shifts I don't really know when it shifts, but it shifts. And then it becomes um, less, I I don't know. I think it's when more shippers
0: become more demanding. Or when they're not getting what they want the way they want it. And expectations turn sour. And friendly relations are at the window. And everybody's testy with each other.
1: Yeah, that's true. Which, I mean, to a certain extent, yeah, the creators and actors and stuff, they're right. Shippers don't control the show. We don't. Okay? And as as much as we can create buzz and all that kind of stuff, I don't really... I don't... I really don't think we have that much power or control over the story. I don't really know how that even... Just as particularly in television, I just really don't understand how that would even work, just given how... Um, how much they film ahead, and movies, it really doesn't make a lot of sense to me because that comes to us prepackaged and it's all set and ready to go, you know. Um We should be grateful that at least
0: Arrow, I mean, yeah, they don't retweet all the illicity stuff the Arrow account doesn't, and we don't get a whole lot of engagement from the powers that be. But we don't have a showrunner that is actively thwarting. Like I see tweets from Suits fans. Oh, we're just about ready to girl. Out the no, window. I'm
1: on strike with Suits. I won't watch it. I, I stopped.
0: I stopped because I I'm tired stopped. Of being yeah.
1: Around. Well, no, I just got to the point, and I. Oh gosh, this is really. This is a good topic too. I'm glad you launched into this. Very smart, because the other show that I feel very bad for shippers is The One Hundred. Mm, oh, like yeah, good one. Like, <laughs> Like, listen, mm-hmm. I don't even go That's there. Terrible. I know. I don't even go there. Yeah. And I feel terrible for them because mm-hmm. it's constant mm-hmm. shipper baiting. And they ship bait a lot of things. There was, I think, I think there was a big uproar when um, Clark and, what was her name? Oh, crap. I don't want to call her. Lexa. Lexa. Thank you for coming up with her name. Cause <laughs> I was going to have to call her something that's based on her sexuality. And I really didn't want to do that. Cause that, she's more than it's just that. So Lexa and Clark got together, but then they killed Lexa spoilers for 100 people killed Lexa, like in this terrible, horrible, like ridiculously oh, stupid awesome. way. Yeah. And they were just super upset. And then they have the whole Clark and Bellamy thing, which seems to me that the show um just from what i've seen online constantly puts in romantic undertone moments with those mm-hmm. two characters but it's one of those things where then the showrunner gets on an interview in entertainment weekly and just and says something just terrible right and just like shatters the 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 scenes so like if you're a shipper and you you want Bellamy and Clark to get together and you're looking at that which I have to say, I know that, you know, scenes and 10 writing subjective, but there's fairly clear. You can tell when they're playing a scene romantically and when they're not, you know, right. and I feel like, you know, those two actors play the scenes romantically. And then the show creator kind of gets on people's fans case and is like, I don't know where you're getting that from. I think it, it
0: I think when the, you see the showrunners insert their own will Over what is clearly a strong portion of their show. Whether it was planned or not. Right. It's a a strong uh, faction of their show. It's like, on the one hand, yeah. I do believe the creator deserves to to say whatever they want to say. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure a creator likes it when people watch their show. And (laughs) promote it online. right? And so if you want... The latter, you have to be able to maybe let go of the former a little bit. Change your plan. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to do something different. Look what happened to how I met your mother. Oh, Lord.
1: You know, what and what a it's disaster just like zone f- finale that was. Well, that's why I stopped watching Suits, because I really feel like they keep teasing this Donna and Harvey thing. Like, you'll they'll tease extremely close romantic moment and you're like oh we're just on the cusp of it and then then they come back next season and Harvey's banging his therapist like that was the last straw for me i was like i'm just and i think that yeah. genuinely comes from a fear from the creator to actually pull the trigger on it if he if if he doesn't have the will they won't they anymore he feels like the show it's like the moonlighting curse, you know? It, he feels like the show is going to collapse in and of itself. That that, the will they won't they be between Harvey and Donna is what keeps well, Suits alive, which I'm like, that's ridiculous. Because my main frustration, I mean, I think Harvey and Donna are almost in their 40s. I'm sorry. At yeah, some point, yeah. there has to be they are in their 40s. an acknowledgement <laughs> as adults of, hey, we have romantic feelings for one another, and should we or shouldn't we date? And then once they make that decision, like, be done with it, but this constant back and forth between them, I mean I've seen 16 year olds who have a better head (laughs) I just have, it's just not believable to me anymore, it's not believable to me to see them date anyone else, like this is ridiculous, like what are you even doing?
0: And the the reason I stopped watching was it reached a, a critical watershed where if they got them together it wasn't going to be great You know what I mean? Like, they they passed the point at which they should have gotten them together. Well, it
1: almost feels like it's not a choice anymore. It's just like, that's the last option.
0: Right. And it just just becomes less and less satisfying. And I... I just I I I can't I um no sorry (laughs) I'll pass yeah the
1: shows that will not stop with the will they won't they those ones are the ones that drive me nuts like if you want to ask me as a shipper what show really drives you up the wall it's the ones that can't pick a lane like I'm fine you don't want to get the characters together whatever do you but pick that lane Stop throwing in all these little baity clues to keep fans watching.
0: Well, and it's it trust me, they, a fundamental they, lack of respect for shippers. And right. And shippers have this bad name. And while there are some shippers out there who deserve to have a bad name, the vast majority of shippers are pretty, are pretty regular people. Reasoned, regular people. Right.
1: You know? Right.
0: You no, I really, I
1: mean, I wouldn't, I, if this fandom, if the Elicity fandom or the Vampire Diaries fandom or the Buffy fandom was um, infected with lunatics who just can't even comprehend like basic human decency, I would not be part of any of them. That's ridiculous. Who, why would you want to spend your time with people who are like that, you know? Right. So I yeah. I have sympathy for the creators and the writers for the outliers I feel are outliers. Um and maybe it's just because their voices are louder. Like I, I It is they're very is that... loud. Yeah, uh, they're I've very seen a loud. Lot of,
0: I've seen a lot of tweets where they they will reply multiple times and it seems like there's more than one person. It's like a but dogged dog really determination to have yeah. their
1: yeah well my question what i think might be an interesting question to pose and this is just hypothetical but you know karina has her own show right now Mm -hmm. um which she's trying to launch and get popular and uh it was a mid-season replacement show um it was not in the cw picked up um pretty much every show uh except roswell new mexico that was going to be determined later um so my question is, the two actors who play Max and Liz, uh, Nathan Parsons and Janine Mason, um, what would be appropriate from Karina's standpoint of what if, you know, those two in real life, people started shipping them in real life, and that caught fire and made the show um, even more popular?
0: Yeah, what would she do What
1: is Karina going to police that? Mm-hmm. I have no, and I say this without having, I have not watched Roswell, New Mexico. I only know Nathan Parsons from the originals. I have not watched a single episode of Roswell. I have absolutely no idea what these people's romantic status is or if they're married or whatever. I just, I'm just, but that's, that's honestly how it happens. Most of the time people just are like, oh, they're cute. I like them. They should be together.
0: Well, they'll see an interview of them together, right. and, and notice their interactions and be like,
1: "Oh, I like that. This so is cute." But what can what bothers me is it feels disingenuous when people are like, "Oh, you can't do that," because I they're that. doing it on purpose. That's they're they're intentionally they trying. The right? It's it, because they they want people. Who are they? They want that kind of. ooh, are they together in real life? I don't. They do it on purpose. And so it drives me nuts when they're doing it. Trust me. (laughs) I don't, I don't care what's going on with Steven and Emily, whatever. Um, But I feel Steven pay Steven and Emily. um, I've seen them in person. They are much more attentive to each other. um, Just, and more physically touchy feely than they are with anyone else in the cast. Okay
0: it's not unreasonable that people would ship them
1: right emily does not behave with david the same way she behaves with steven steven did not treat willa the same way he treats emily there's a you can very much see there's there's a different relationship there i don't Mm -hmm. i don't care i don't need an explanation i'm just saying that let's just say if it's a natural thing that's great fine but also when you are playing that up at SDCC where you're surrounded by fans or at a convention I've always felt like some of it's a little bit you know you're feeding the flames a (laughs) little you know Mm -hmm. it's like we know this is what they want so we're gonna give it to them Mm -hmm. okay so there's there's an aspect to this that is very real there's an aspect to it that is part PR Mm -hmm.
2: um
1: there's an aspect to it that's um inaccurate and then there's an aspect to it that's inappropriate and i think you can apply this to almost any kind of movie television actors in real life whatever it's extremely universal so where i get annoyed is when the actors put this out and they won't admit to putting this out as like a pr thing they'll never admit to it um and then they get mad at fans for picking up that ball and running with it it's like well (sighs) When you're hanging all over each other signing autographs, that's what people are going to think.
0: <laughs> I yeah, mean, you, what you do you want be, from them? Right. You you can't treat your fans like they're idiots.
1: Right. And yet they do. So, <laughs> they do. Uh, <laughs> so you know, if Janine and Nathan start hanging all over each other at autograph signings and flirty and whatever, and Nathan turns out to be married... I'm not going to all of a sudden turn around, and look at Roswell, New Mexico fans and be like, well, you guys were crazy to think what you were thinking. Like, yeah, you know. I mean, you. does anyone wonder if Steven and Katie Cassidy are in a relationship together? Let's just make the comparison. No. Why? Because the behavior is completely different. Yeah. No. So do fans sometimes confuse genuine friendship for romance? Oh, sure, All the Well, time. yeah, but I confuse that shit in real life. I mean, like... And that's not, like, the worst thing in the world. Right, like it's like, that's a hard do. thing to navigate even in real life. Oh, wait, this is guys my, my friend, but does he like me? Like, who hasn't been in that situation? I've
0: seen <laughs> something that has annoyed me a lot, and I've seen this in this fandom, I've seen it in the other fandoms, and it's an attitude that always bothers me. It's holier-than-thou. Like, I'm a much better person who would never in a million years ship these two people together. Anybody who who does is immediately scum. And here is how I'm going to lecture you and tell you you are wrong. And I'm like, you know what? Or you could just ignore it. You know what? Right. You don't don't have to ship it yourself. Right. Neither do you need to be a dick to the people who do. Just eyes on your own paper.
1: I, am I a big fan of adultery? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't my jam. I'm sorry. I don't agree with it. Um, Let's just say in the crazy, let's just, let's just say they are together and Steven's still married or whatever the reasons are. No, I don't agree with that. No, but that's their business. But that's their business. Not my... None of my business. And yeah, honestly, I don't, <laughs> I don't apply. Here's what I don't do. I am obviously extremely, um, I would say, conservative morality-wise. Would you agree with that, Callie? That I'm pretty... Morality? Yeah. Yeah. So I just would say that I don't automatically apply my moral standards and that everyone else agrees with it. Well, yeah. And you can't... Like, my moral standards might not be Stephen's moral standards. You know what I mean? Just as an example. Yeah, and maybe they are the same standards. Well, that's great. I like agreement, but I'm not gonna get my panties in a twist if um, the way Stephen Amell lives his life is radically different from the way I live mine. That would not com- That would not be a shock to me. Yeah. So I think um, if you know, I was dying for, <laughs> I was dying for Sarah Michelle Gellar and David Boreanaz to be together in real life. <laughs> dying for yeah. it. And there was like a website that tracked potential and this is like in the infancy of the internet. You know what I mean? So there I was, was like, a
0: website.
1: Yeah, there <laughs> was a website that, and I read that website like religiously that was tracking whether or not they were together and oh they were at this club and they were now
0: see that website could be kind of categorized as part of the problem because they're stalking.
1: Right. A little, a little, well like well I don't think they were following them the clubs you. or anything, but it was like Entertainment Weekly has a picture of Stephen or of of David and Sarah. Let's examine this for evidence yeah. that, which mean, is that, like okay,
0: it's it's writing it's a little bit of a line there,
1: right? Like where what on
0: what side of that
1: is that? But David far, was married, and I didn't know that. I didn't know he was married until he got he divorced. <laughs> he was he was married. Yeah. I mean, he's married okay. now, but that's his second marriage. He was married. Well, it's funny because everyone talks about the clatter ring and how did it end up on Buffy. Uh, David was married to a woman from Ireland and he was wearing one for, like, for real. And they put it in the show. (laughs) As you do. As you do, apparently. It was like, okay. Um, Yeah. And I didn't find out that they got divorced until long after they were divorced. And I was like, wait, really? He was married? When was he married? you know it's I don't think Steven's first marriage is very commonly known.
0: It's a little bit more now than it was but yeah
1: he's getting a little more um, open about it but for a long time I think most fans if you had asked them did you know Stephen was married to someone else before um, Cassandra? I would say the there was a, was a time
0: when you could say something like that and people would be like you're making that up. Right, That's not true. Right. And it's like okay, uh, but, but I'm not.
1: Um, so <laughs> means yeah, I mean, also true. <laughs> I think this is the process of engaging in <sighs> when you're engaging in fandom, and then you know the line between real and fictional gets fuzzy. Yeah. And I think everybody has done that at least once in their life, oh, sure. whether or not you're. I
0: think it, it's it's natural just natural human behavior natural right. for shippers natural just for people in general it's just it's just a thing as long as you're not being a jerk with it then you're right. not hurting
1: anything like, and don't don't be, like Ellen DeGeneres yeah. I was not a big fan when, when she was with Anne Hayes she hooks up with uh Portia de Rossi and I was like oh they're cute they should get married and they listen to me so I'm you know <laughs> i just say like you the the when you look at a two people and they are attractive Mm -hmm. and they have clear chemistry as chris evans and regina king obviously do they Mm -hmm. should just get married and make me babies just because he helped her up the steps pretty much that's all it takes for me really
2: wow and he was like all smiley (laughs) and they were
1: talking at an after party i'm like at the very least they should do a movie together okay i can get that yeah you know what i mean yeah sure (laughs) that's all i'm saying
0: yeah okay
1: so yeah i guess i guess like you know because people always ask me oh you know they'll ask me steve and emily questions and do you think they're together like i don't even wanna i don't want, really want to know guys <laughs> like I'm that's just information that just romance. does not feel pertinent to me like oh, okay steve and emily are together all right well what has changed about arrow nothing uh, yeah, steve see, and emily like... aren't together what has changed about arrow nothing, nothing. That's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I like. I love their chemistry. I'm glad that they're friends. That's lovely. It's always nice when when castmates are friends. Better than them not being friends.
1: Uh, right. But that's actually worse. The not being friends is yeah. worse. There is so there is like, a there is a lower bar as here as as they're
0: friends and enjoy each other's company. I'm whatever. Good. Like that's that's shipper gold for me because. That means my couple right. on the show is is And they're positive
1: about Oliver and Felicity. What I've always appreciated is that both Steve and Emily have been very vocal yeah. in their support mm-hmm. of the couple. And I personally, I enjoy and it. It's when it's now extended to their daughter. I know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Cat McNair knows how this thing works. Um, she is
0: fantastic. There's well, a what good I, example of somebody that does who appreciates fandom bite that hand yeah
1: right i mean there is a um to me there is a a, an an easily achievable mutual respect Mm -hmm. okay i don't go screaming at you about decisions in the show that are not of, of your control or saying hey you know you're obviously cheating on your wife what have you i don't do that but in return, you don't lump me together with all the crazies who do that. Right. And for some reason, kind of whenever great. we're talking shippers that and interviews, that seems almost too, that's just too much. We have to lump all shippers into one megalomaniac car- well, category. And,
0: the, and that kind of of dialogue leads to these guys on reddit and the comic fans and whatnot to sit there and be terrible to us because they've been given a green right. card by the showrunner right and it's like stop don't do
1: that yeah don't uh, don't load the gun for them you know what i mean <laughs> like make them go find the bullets on their own you don't have to hand yeah. it to them in us weekly you know well and that's my i think that's always been our frustration is that somehow if the romance ass if you are a person who enjoys romance You are looked down upon in this society,
0: and like it's back to the women thing, you know. I think you
1: did really hit on something there, because yeah, it is. I think it does have something to do with oh, this is a woman's interest, right? So therefore, it is less than, it's
0: less than it's it's more acceptable to be a fan of a comic book because that's a male pursuit, than right ship a comic book right couple, well and i i have
1: definitely pursuit. felt that too from <laughs> i wouldn't say from mark but from um just other people involved where it's i feel like they are more precious with the comic book fans than they are with um right. and not saying that you can't be a shipper and a comic book fan i'm just saying if you if you're one or the other they seem a little bit more precious with the comic book fans than they they do, they do the shippers Because those are more legitimate fans, right? Which, like, why does that make them more legitimate? Because they like to see soap operas in print form? Because that's all a comic book is.
0: It's really deeply misogynistic. And it's telling how they get their hackles up if you call them out on the misogyny. I'm not. I'm not. No, you know. Yeah, but... How is... At the same time, you kind of are. My (laughs) thing with that is, how is
1: those people... Actively campaigning for Oliver and Laurel to be together because comics. How is that not shipping in their brains? Because it's comics. See, and comics are like legitimate. There's like this whole. There's like this that I go down, it's, and it's, it's a bl- really it's a dark place. Really it just it's it's just such an <laughs> obtuse way of looking at the situation. Oh, we're we're not we're not asking for special treatment. We're 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 not shippers okay, the the qualification for a shipper is you want two fictional characters to be together romantically. That's it. Yeah, basically. That's that's the qualification. That is it. And maybe you (laughs) feel it is important enough, it's important enough to you to verbalize it online. (laughs) I wouldn't even go that far. (laughs) Because I know plenty of people who aren't online and still ship Oliver and Felicity and still want, you
0: know? Here's the thing. You can... And as far as our fandom goes, you can ship Oliver and Felicity and not ship Stephen and Emily. You can ship Oliver and Felicity and ship Stephen and Emily. You can not ship Elicity and ship Stephen and Emily. All those things are acceptable as long as you're not going to the other groups of shippers and harassing them. As long as you're not going to Stephen and Emily themselves and harassing them. As long as you're not going to Beth and harassing her about Elicity. Right. You know, like, all these things are okay, the only thing that is not okay is harassment.
1: Right. And which maybe that was Karina's only point. I think that's what she wanted to say. But, but the she way sets she went it up like it. within these parameters that are like, <laughs> what are, are you even is. talking about, girl? She made herself a hypocrite. Essentially. She did. Yeah. All she would cool. have to say is, well, I didn't take I didn't take Gaga and Bradley in that tweet. That's her. That's her beef. It seems to me that's her beef. If you tag Stephen and Emily in those tweets or Cassandra, that's rude.
0: Well, and most people in our fandom would agree with that. And I agree that. with that. I totally For agree most with her. The I've
1: seen people
0: say is never tag them. Just don't tag never them. Never tag them.
1: Right. That's like the So, OK. Rule. That's a rule <laughs> I can get behind. But she puts it in this way where it's yeah. like, here's the parameters in which I say it's Holier OK to put it. And I'm like, no, OK. No. If I just drill down on your mental gymnastics a little bit, which aren't that difficult, all you're really saying is don't take people. So Karina is giving herself permission to do it because she's not taking. So therefore, if you are Stephen Emily Shipper, it's completely okay to ship Stephen Emily as long as you don't take them. But my problem with that is she's gone after people who have ta- have not taken Stephen and Emily. Yeah. So it well, leads to a slippery slope.
0: Yeah. I've seen her go after people who have commented on Cassandra's posts, on Steven's posts,
1: whatever. And in that, is in that. Cases, well, yeah, a, that's the other thing. I, I don't really get how Instagram works. Game. I don't get how Instagram <laughs> works. A lot of this stuff happens on Instagram and I'm not on Instagram.
0: Yeah, I'm a little mystified too.
1: I'm like, I don't even get how Instagram works. It looks like a pretty photo. Wanna... Fo- I don't really yeah. get I, it. It no. looks like a, everybody has very pretty photo album. No that's what Not it feels me. like to me. And then there's like <laughs> 800 million comments, which I'm kind of like that's always what's amazing to me, like how do you pull out you know, of the of the 300 million whatever fans who are commenting positive, they find like the five that are being assholes. And those are the ones they respond to. Like see, all you're doing <laughs> is feeding that. They're doing it because they want you to respond.
0: Yeah, Stop putting the attention on the people who are negative and just
1: say thanks to the (laughs) nice person who to the 300 people who just said something very nice and supportive about your pretty, pretty picture on Instagram. It's not that hard. It's really not that hard to ignore people. And yeah, I I myself have engaged with people that I probably should not have engaged with. But when am (laughs) I when I'm doing it, I recognize that this is a futile. It's it's like a strange brand of entertainment. You know what I mean? It's
0: very strange. It's
1: like, all right, I'm going to go a few rounds with you because, you know, it's better than doing wash. And then invariably, the laundry gets more interesting after talking to that person. (laughs) Like, wow, you have just
0: compelled me to go do my laundry. Right. I'm going to go fold (laughs) socks
1: later. That sounds like more fun. So I'm trying not to be hypocritical in what I am presenting to Miss McKenzie, but I feel like some of her responses to shippers has been a little bit more broad in her categories that would encompass what she actually tweeted to Bradley and Gaga right in previous form and so then she kind of had to back her way out of it and be like a it's joking b these are the parameters in which it's okay to do that like she's the police like you know what just don't be the police that's not cool and yeah, again, if it's your jam to ship Steve and Emily, have at it. Oh yeah, go nuts. Just I'm don't not tag them. I'm your mother.
0: <laughs> don't tag them. Don't just, tag yeah, his wife. Don't. Tag. Don't. don't tag well, yeah,
1: and you know, I think that there's just well, and I think there's a lot of this is this is something that I hear a lot of like, um, there's this automatic. Uh, uh, you hate Cassandra because you want Steve and Emily together.
0: Well like, they've also no... extended it to you hate Cassandra if you ship Elicity. Right. So oh, that's what Cameron I was trying to say. Right, right. Like, it, like
1: it's and like it's like this all encompassing you hate Cassandra Mel if you are an Elicity fan. No. See, can well, we just stop I think what Real Cal and I are really trying to say is can we just stop with the all encompassing gross generalizations on shippers? Yeah. Like there's it's... subsets, it's a large community. We all have but it's different like opinions. saying all gay people don't are the lump same us in. you know no no there's well, subsets within communities it's like it's like saying it's like saying all heteros are the same that's insane no we're it's, not
0: it's like saying that all comic book fans want oh Tim Allen to play some
1: the Batman Joker. or Joker. you know right
0: like like no of course they don't Is there some guy out there that probably does? Yeah, of course there is. Right. Because there's always some nut bar. But, like, stop. You wouldn't like being generalized, so stop generalizing us.
1: Well, I really don't like it when they start generalizing when the shift happens. Like, I get that fans can get pushy. But what bothers me is these kind of collections of fandoms fandoms kind of springing out of nowhere like the cw chases after this shit now like that's the lifeblood of their they want it they want that you know if you're watching Roswell, well new mexico and you're thinking that show is not created to be targeted at shippers at people who ship romantic relationships on fictional shows i don't know what to tell you
0: that's what the CW does. That's what do. they do. <laughs> That's what was
1: always a little bit ridiculous to me when, like, Julie Plack would get uppity about Delane and Stellina fans. Listen, you guys stoked this fire until it was a forest fire. This is what you get when you are basically you've created a show that is about a love triangle, and it's about the main character picking someone. It's going to be one brother or the other brother. Pick. And that is at the core what the vampire diaries is about. So then they would get upset with fans when fans were sniping at each other or sniping at the creators. Oh, and then they would just do these blanket shipping is complete crap statements. And I'm like, see, you don't get to just, you don't get to just do that that because you (laughs) created the situation in which the shipping wars would be born from. Mm -hmm. If you're literally pitting fans against each other in the show, I mean, Instead Stefan and Damon of- couldn't agree, and you're expecting, you know, fans to agree and line up. Stefan and Damon couldn't line up on the same side for like seven of the eight years that the show was on. Yeah. Because there's- within the show, there's ship wars. You know, Caroline was Team Stelena, which is hilarious given where things went. You know, Bonnie was always a little softer on Damon towards the end, you know? It was just, meh, that's my, my thing, problem. My thing
0: is when creators are frustrated with a certain subset of fans who are shippers being demanding, call out the behavior. Right. Not shippers in general.
1: Right. Don't use that term then. Yeah. That's a bad term to use. Or put, a, put an adjective in front of it, like toxic shipping or something. Yeah. That's not hard. It's one word. But it's not or just have a qualifier. We say not all shippers do this, but the ones who do, I have a problem with. And I think that's right. something too that we also need to kind of check ourselves. Like if I, it doesn't
0: apply to you, right? Then it's he's not, not
1: talking to you, right? I remember I was ta- I was like, I really don't like it when we were having that whole um, working mom versus stay at home mom. And I made a comment on Twitter, like, I really don't like it when working moms say this. And someone got really uppity at me and was like, I never say that. I'm like, well, then am I talking to you? No. So that tweet doesn't apply to you. So what are you worried about? Yeah. And people
0: people get really, really upset and, and sensitive to it.
1: Well, I also think there's, there's a point where it's like maybe the showrunner or the producer or whatever, they act like that's implicitly stated. Oh, I don't mean all shippers, even though I literally said all shippers. It's like, no, you, that's not how that works. You need to be a little you bit more specific. You need to be, specific. like, stating it very clearly. Because I think yeah. that that's also a um, danger zone of, right. you know. Agreed. So I get a little, <laughs> I just get a little annoyed with Karina when she's police and shit. Because she's chasing that same person. I mean, if Karina McKenzie ended up with a fandom as large as the Elicity fandom on Roswell, New Mexico, do you think she would say no to it? No. No. And what comes with that are people on the outliers who are going to ship the characters in real life. They're going to say there's going to be people who say crazy things. There's going to be people who harass the actors. There's going to be people who aren't nice. But that's the Internet like that's not something specific to only a shipping fandom and if you think that you're crazy and that's just not true this
0: in this day and age i think it should kind of come with being a showrunner maybe you know maybe not so much the writer but if you're going to be a writer for a show with an online presence maybe do this have the actors do it learn how to deal with these fans the ones that that will maybe go off the rails a little bit learn how to herd them into more more focused pursuits you know don't don't ignore them because they become like Glenn Close from Fatal Attack. <laughs> they do. <laughs> okay.
1: chasing you with a knife in the As bathroom. A shipper,
0: I know because <laughs> I've been there. We've seen them, you get the more you get ignored, the more angry you get, and you're gonna be boiling somebody's bunny. But know? also and the people stuff. who are boiling who are,
1: who sound like that they are boiling bunnies. <sighs>
0: And are sending death
1: threats. They have bigger problems in (laughs) their lives. Like I guarantee you, they probably are boiling bunnies. If you're sending death threats to a show about, (laughs) I don't even know what, I don't even, nothing qualifies to send a (laughs) death threat to somebody over a fictional freaking show. Just, just whatever. Like you've got other issues that you really need to deal with. And I don't feel like those people need a response of any way, shape, way or form. What I would have suggested to Karina was leave your tweet there and say nothing. Learn
0: how to ignore the people that are just trying to get under your skin. But someone got under her skin. But also don't be a hypocrite.
1: (laughs) Right. But someone got under her skin because they rightly pointed something out to her. And I think a lot of times they, Mm -hmm. instead of just admitting to it, she just kind of doubled down on it. Like, yeah, that's not the way to go. I can get behind some of the stuff she says. Like, yeah, don't be an asshole. Don't take people.
0: Well, how many times was I surprised last night that I agreed to something Steve said? I know. It It was was like, I told you to
1: knock it off because I was like, you're creeping me out. It was freaking me Oh, though. but then he said he liked Green Book. And I was like, nah, all right, we're yeah, back. No, that's we're back. We, I was like, then he two, fixed it. Steve fixed two it. Two paths right. diverged in the, the woods. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. OK, we're done. <laughs> we're Why monsters. is everyone all up, up, upset about Green Book, Miss Kelly? Because the
0: people who made Green Book are problematic. They're big the problematic. The actors who were in Green Book have said problematic things the whole thing is problematic there's other movies now that's like this i told i told my husband last night i said this is the first time we have not watched a movie that won best picture because that's what we do every year we watch all the oscar noms and there's a couple that we missed we missed the favorite and we missed green book but we saw Mm -hmm. all the rest but I was fairly sure from things I was hearing about Green Book that it weren't all that, and I wasn't missing a whole lot. And I thought that Roma deserved it. I thought um, Black Panther deserved it more than Green Book. Was
1: Black Panther nominated? It was. See, I didn't, I, I, sure. I like really don't pay any attention, guys. And I,
0: I even thought Black Klansman, the Spike Jones. Did you see Spike that one? Spike Lee. Yes, I saw that one. Okay. And it was good. It was actually like really like, wow, this is interesting you know it was really good and really well done and the things that I tend to judge what a best picture is on that's how I decide right I didn't I didn't see Green Book to know if it had those things and
1: maybe that's my fault well I I think what's hilarious about it maybe not so hilarious but what the most problematic <laughs> there was a really good grouping of of movies where it probably would have been cool for any one of those movies to win but they yeah, picked the most problematic one oh man the one that people like people are like gonna lose their like shit over <laughs> if it actually won and essentially yeah. the problem is the guy you know it's the white savior storyline yeah. and yeah. the guy who made it um you know he didn't speak to um the other guy's family. And so they were very negative about it because they said, you know, this whole white savior storyline is bullshit and, you know, not even remotely close to what the actual <laughs> relationship between these two men were. And basically the, you know, I think who's the producer gets up there, the guy who I think it was his father, was it his father? Don't, I can't I, remember. I the out. Viggo Mortensen's character, I think, might have been his father. Anyways, he just basically said at the, at the at, where they get extra time to finish their speech in front of the I, press. I,
0: I I checked out as soon did as did you? S- I was like, oh my god! This off, is what he said. Bye. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> I don't have
1: the exact quote, but he's essentially saying, "Listen, I need to think up the names of these characters because I can't just keep saying Vigo Mortensen." Sure, you Hang can. On. I'm Mahershala okay.
0: and Viggo Mortensen. Not hard. I know, but I can't. I can't see. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Okay. So basically the, um, yeah, Dr. Don Shirley. So the Shirley family said that this whole relationship between Don and Tony is blown way too, um, blown up and it's not even close to what their relationship was and that this whole Tony white savior thing is bullshit. So I think the producer who either has a relationship with the Tony character or as a friend of the Tony character or whatever, um, he gets up and he's like, yeah, so, you know, Dr. Shirley just told me, you know, don't talk to anyone. Don't, don't, you know, don't share these, you know, share the story with anyone. You just write it. And, you know, I didn't even know the Shirley family existed. (laughs) what it made no sense you're like wait a minute oh so dr shirley Lord. is telling you don't talk to any of my family and then you just said you didn't know any of his family existed he completely yeah, contradicted himself it was, it was literally like <laughs> oh was like, what pr firm put together this statement i was like wow train and wreck and it one best picture and it won best picture I'm like okay Wow. Well, so yeah,
0: as soon as Steve said that, he I know replied, we're like, oh, like, okay, okay, we're back. <laughs> that sounds like the Stephen of Dude, I bro's know. back. <laughs> Mr. Not all Texans. <laughs> I know, I guess. <laughs> I, like, he
1: I was, was like, <laughs> like, okay, here I we mean, go. it's hard Woo, for me to even like, class. what was he saying? He was like, oh, Serena, Good. Serena's so beautiful. Because she was, but I was she's like, gorgeous. oh my God. I know. We're like, Her oh, dress this was is beautiful. making me uncomfortable. I was like, yes. He's right, but no. Stop I almost it. felt like tweeting him, but be is Beyonce beautiful? <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. I
1: guaranteed he would have responded to me, and I would have gotten an earful. Ugh. I left it alone. You didn't see me tweeting. I kept my business okay. to my business. <laughs> so bad. Seriously. I let, you know, these are the things I think and don't tweet, but say later on in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to do that a lot. I know. They don't mind, though. No, they don't. <laughs> they let me be my weird, <laughs> snarky self. So, yeah, it was very interesting topic, we thought. But, yeah, I hope that you guys all agree. Just don't be jerks to shippers, and shippers don't be jerks to other people. I feel
0: like most, most of us in in this fandom, and most of the people who listen to us, I think we're all on the same page with this. Well, I think, this I think is- we're all on the same page that Karina was an enormous hypocrite. In I know.
1: Well, I also think like there's just a general feeling of like we don't get the respect that we deserve too. Absolutely. And I think that sucks. And that is actually what's so refreshing about Cat McNamara is she does give fans the respect. She didn't come mm-hmm. walking into this part acting like she knew everything about Arrow, and she was the walking expert on Oliver and Felicity and thumbing her nose at Alisti fans. She was like, no. I totally get that you guys are completely invested in these characters for the last seven years. I'm playing their kid. So obviously that's going to be real important to you. And she took it seriously. Like she views, you know, it's not just the acting. It's her interaction with fans. That's both part of her job. And I think sometimes actors are a little bit like the acting is just what I'm I'm getting paid to do and I don't need to deal with you guys, which that's Mm -hmm. fine. That's fine if they want to take that attitude. But then don't get crabby when, you know, your show doesn't have a big Shipper fan base. What do you want from me? I don't know.
0: The, the, the most successful cast members of any show I've seen when it comes to fandom is just respect the people who are most invested in your show. George respect Clooney is
1: still decent to ER fans. And he's George Clooney now. He's got a villa in freaking Italy.
0: Look at David Ramsey.
1: Yeah, he's David is a really good – he's a class act. Well, because David Ramsey's actually older, I think, than everybody. I think he's in his 40s. And he came yes. from a bunch of different shows. I mean, he had a – you know, I loved him on Blue Bloods. So that's actually where I knew David Ramsey from, you know. And he never really is like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't need these fans. He's very considerate to anybody who wants to pay money and say, hey – I will give you time. And I've often often noticed that he interacts with fans a lot in a positive way online. Not that Stephen and or Emily don't do that. Um, no, Stephen doesn't.
0: No, here, the thing is, lately, he's been tweeting some really mm, snarky things. Mr. Amell. who have been snarking with him. And he's shown absolutely zero sense of humor about it. And it's. I
1: don't know. For me, it's offput. Well, Mister Abel is c- constantly prides himself on the fact that he does not have a PR agent, and there is nobody <laughs> on this planet who needs one more. <laughs> it Trust me, Stephen. Hire somebody, please, to fix <laughs> your shit. Um, well, and I think that's that's also uh, an important fact. If you are going to engage with fans. Particularly on Twitter or Facebook. Um, Just treat them like people. Respect right. them. Right. You know, um, they'll respect you. They're not like these little ants respect. that you can flick. I also think that there's this conception that, as I was saying earlier, they can put out whatever they want. Okay? Right. But yeah. any response to that, well, that's not okay. Like, well, see, right. no. This is how yeah. you can't – this is why I'm saying you can't control the Internet. Like, you put something out there. Like, I shout into the void – Okay, like if I say Laurel and Oliver suck, (laughs) which they do, if I put that out there and I've got a Laurel fan up my ass about that statement, I can't be shocked by that. And they are well within their rights to respond to me. Like I can't get uppity about the fact that they're responding to that comment. Well,
0: and and, and what actors like Steven need to understand is you can't control – your fans and what they're fans of.
1: Right. They don't They don't want us thinking we can't control the story. And so that goes for you guys, too. You can't control the fans. You can't control what we're going to like and what we dislike. Yeah. You're not going to control what we're upset well, about and what we're excited about.
0: And we're not saying that the fans shouldn't be respectful of him. No. But at the same time, it goes both no, ways. No. If
1: you're a dick tweeting his <laughs> wife <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> saying nasty stuff on her Instagram... That's such a jerk move. Don't do that. She didn't, you know, all she did was marry the dude. (laughs) She married the guy, you know, and then he got a gig (laughs) on Arrow. Well, and now they have a nice house in LA and she popped out a baby. Those were her great sins. Just lay off Cassandra Mell. You don't have to like her. I'll never forget. I had bought, you know, that pink laser cut dress that I loved in season five and I love that dress so I bought it I'm I'm very often buying Felicity smoke dresses because they're cute and somebody and Cassandra wore that dress to the Kentucky Derby and I got like three or four in my inbox that I essentially the Cassandra wore the Felicity laser cut dress and now I have to burn it because she ruined it (laughs) you're like no I like like, first of all it's like 150 (laughs) bucks I ain't burning nothing second of all I like the dress and just because Cassandra doesn't like it likes it too doesn't mean it suddenly is like damaged goods. I don't know. I was like, "See, that's a little strange to me that that that's like that's the requirement." Well,
0: here's my thing. If there's somebody that you don't like, then be they attached to somebody you do like or not attached to somebody you do like, friends with somebody you do like, whatever. There's instead of maybe Mm. Engaging with them, being antagonistic towards them, spending a lot of time just like, oh, what are they doing now? Oh, I hate them, you know? Maybe just ignore them. Because right nothing is really one. Well, it's kind
1: of a weird phenomenon because we don't ever comment. There doesn't seem to be, there seems to be a white hot focus on that trio. I agree, the Stephen, Emily, Cassandra thing but like no one's talking about rick's wife no one's talking about i mean i think david's married i don't know if he's married so i'm just kind of I think like he is i think i, I think he is married like, oh but God. he keeps his wife off the radar i have no idea Good what her name is yeah i actually Smart kind of man. prefer that <laughs> i think it gets a little um you know i was thinking about uh you know patrick um adams from suits he's married yeah. to. Troyan the chick from yeah yeah okay so they had a baby girl and I like babies (laughs) (laughs) does this come as a surprise to anybody and so I was googled (laughs) I was like you know that kid was born like a year ago and I was like I wonder because I hadn't heard the name yet so I was like googling it they haven't released it no there's like like little freaks like me who like babies can't just like type in what her name is because they haven't released because, it
0: because the crazy people right and I was like you.
1: that's fair I was like I actually think that's a really <laughs> smart I was like way to go guys that was a really smart decision now are they not ge- they're not getting people magazine covers. That was all, that's, that's, right, that's like my thing, if you're inviting People Magazine, I heard someone say, if you're inviting People Magazine to the wedding, you gotta invite them to the divorce, (laughs) I'm like, that is so true, you can't keep opening up the personal and then shutting it, well, it gets a little messy, so I like it when actors keep their personal off the radar a little bit more than I do having it on the radar, you
0: can't, you can't expose your family to a fandom, and then ex- get mad when the fandom says something about your family that you don't like.
1: Right. Well, no, like, listen, I I think the last time I saw Cassandra Mel and anything like acting wise was when she was on um, America's Next Top Model, which was like probably fifteen years ago. I wasn't a fan of her then. But, you know, she did a good job on her one tree hill guest spot. So it's <laughs> fine, too. I don't know. I just don't. I, just, I don't know. I, I totally understand people who are not fans of hers because she has said problematic things. And that's fine. Um, there's plenty of problematic people within the Arrow cast. And everyone's oh, kind yeah. of entitled to their own opinion. So I'll get people behind Karina saying, like, just but not taking her and rude things is probably smart
0: don't don't tag
1: just don't tag right because all you're really doing is if you're somebody who doesn't like that person you're just kind of reinforcing their already previously held beliefs that you know well yeah
0: you're not going to be changing you're not changing anybody's, anybody's mind,
1: mind no. about no. what shippers are like doing that crap you're
0: making them double down on basically it, is what you're doing. well and
1: I, you know I mean not that you know all of a sudden there's going to be like this enlightening experience I think if you're a person who has a bad attitude about shippers it's pretty hard for you to change that The ones that I tend to hold more responsible are the showrunners. Like if you're out there cultivating that specifically. Right. And then you turn tail on it. Like I really get annoyed with the one. Like I won't watch the 100. No. I I hope it gets to get like Bellamy and Clark get together just for errands.
0: Yeah, I know. Erin Aaron deserves Erin Aaron deserves nice
1: things. But <laughs> um, I won't watch it because I don't like that shit baiting bullshit. Like, if you don't have the guts to pull the trigger, I, I got nothing for you. And I don't like show creators that when they do something that fans are unhappy with, like, all of a sudden, just, like, shut down and have nothing to do with fans. Like, I don't think that's fair either. I can't just constantly be, like, a love fest. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we're receiving yeah, a product. Be a little bit thicker skin. Right. There's got to be some thicker skin. So I've seen showrunners who have that thicker skin, and I've seen showrunners who don't. So that's kind of where I'm at on the yeah. whole. I like where you're at. You know? I don't know. So I hope that yeah. that clears up, because people are like, I have this big assembly po- policy on my blog that I don't answer. asks yes about assembly, because I don't care. Genuinely. Don't care, guys. Like, okay, yeah. if Steve and Emily show up, let's just if Steve and Emily are show <laughs> oh up God, in People magazine with the with the with the uh, photos splashed everywhere, would I buy a copy of the magazine? Probably. Sure. Cause that's my I bought show. the copy of when <laughs> Brad and Jennifer broke up. Sure, I brought I bought that People magazine. Sick. I mean, Brad Pitt was posing with Angelina Jolie, oh, these big happy family in Variety as a promotional thing for the new Mr. and Mrs. Smith movie. It's like, okay.
0: So distasteful.
1: <sighs> Listen, I was uh, with Aniston all the way that he had a sensitivity chip missing. Like, uh, I was, he's got I was a few things too. missing, that's for sure.
0: I was I was also not a Brangelina supporter. Cuz
1: like this whole argument that they were separated before they hooked up, bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> We both know. That. Bullshit. I've often said those sets, like I view sets, movie sets and television sets, a half you know, step above have. a brothel. Yes, so I mean, all the time. Like if I was married to Stephen Amell, I'm sorry, my ass would be on set every day. I don't trust someone who looks like that. Are you kidding me? No, you do not leave that go. You don't let him go out unattended. So I already give Cassandra Amell a lot of credit that she's got way more trust than I ever would have had him. <laughs> Like mm. Thanks. Listen, there was a girl at my husband's work. They were playing volleyball and she was just a little too cute. And she was playing volleyball in her sports bra. Oh my. And I was like, That's not okay. And my husband's like, Are you for real right now? I'm like, Yeah.
0: <laughs> Mama Jimi- I was like, I'm just Demo. putting it out there. I'm
1: not cool with this chick. And he's like, She's perfectly lovely. I'm like, yeah, well we'll see. <laughs> well, a little territorial when it comes to my man. We he's really cute. My husband is very handsome. He's a catch. You don't leave Nick unattended. It's like I'm just put I'm just putting it out there right now. I'm not a fan of a sports bra girl. He's like, if she put on a shirt, would you be more of a fan of her? It's like that might improve things. It's like maybe maybe a little bit.
0: <laughs> Let's not hold our breath though. <laughs> it's
1: like it's just volleyball. It's like, well, that's what they all say. It's just volleyball. And pretty much you're on the people's court dividing up assets you are not wrong you know that's all I'm saying I don't know so yeah I like I understand the curiosity factor like I'm super interested in like the royal babies I was curious if you know <laughs> do Kate and uh oh what's, uh what's her name why am I forgetting names again? Suits, chick. Rachel is her name on the show, but it's God. Megan Harry Markle. Harry Megan. There you go. I had to say it. Harry. I know it's embarrassing. I don't know what's wrong with my brain. God, I don't so, know. Like either. I want to know if if Kate and 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 Megan like get along. I don't know. It's fodder. It's interesting, but like, does my life really no. like? Do I fo- zero in on really it? Care. No, I don't. We don't tweet. really care. No. I don't tweet yeah. about it. I'm like not that interested. So there you go. When would I take an interest if there was like some huge scandal and it got in people magazine? Maybe then I would take an interest. But until then, like my main response would be, don't fuck up my show because of this shit.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: I just want to get in and Please. out of Arrow in one piece. <laughs> yes, right. Don't kill me in the final second. <laughs> like if they screw shit up for me in the final season, I'm going to be livid. <laughs> There so is, that is not appropriate. Do, do not, not screw up that. the show. Because you know. You know a show, fans, yeah. people, listeners, that you've had a show where you've loved the couple. And then the actors hook up in real life. And then they can't work together anymore. Sad. One Tree Hill. Actually, Sad. they made it a while before they fired What's-His-Name. So, I was a big Lucas and Peyton shipper. So, just like... Although that wasn't even that, because she left for a whole other, she left because of the sexual harassment, so that was like a whole other, these, these Me Too revelations are really rocking my boat, because I'm like, what?
0: Yeah. Okay, we have
1: feared. I know, I'm just like, wait, course. what? <laughs> I know. That's what happens with me. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Can't help it. <laughs> okay. So, yes, I think we've, we've cleared up our, like, do we have any questions that we needed to answer?
0: I don't think so. Okay. Not yet. I mean, we're going to be doing another one later this week with the Oscar fashion with Maddie again. Yes. I'm pretty sure. There's going to
1: be a fashion. Maddie's in charge. So if you're wondering why we're not talking talking about Oscars yet, because we can't talk about it until we have Maddie. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, kids. There were some real hot messes out there on Oscar night. Yikes. There were some good ones, but whoa, buddy. We got some opinions.
0: (laughs) Mm -mm. (laughs) All right. Well. For now, enjoy your last arrowless night for a few more
1: weeks. Yep. One more. And we'll be back. One more to go. We'll survive. It's going to happen. And
0: all that good stuff. Okay. <laughs> 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 all bye. Right, bye, guys.